Welcome to You Get a Rose. I'm your host, Hannah W. And I'm so excited to be talking about the absolute trash of Claire's exit and the absolute glory of Tasha's entrance. And here to do that with me is my longtime friend and amazing comedian, Jen Shaw. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. <laughs> Setting you up for success. Yes. Can I just ask one question right yes. out the gate? How yeah. do you... Okay, when you talk about all the men that are on this show, do you refer to them by name? Because I'm no, like, no, I don't know any of their names. Okay, good, it is good, good. I was real nervous whole... about that. I was real no. nervous about that. So, okay, that's good. There's My a handful aunt. whose names I know and have memorized, but at, uh, by this point, normally in the season, by episode four, I have a pretty good handle on the men that are left. But we haven't spent any time with any of them, so I know Kenny, Bennett, Chasen, obviously Dale. Easy. Easy. Ivan, Riley, and then Blake. And everybody else is a mystery to me. Okay, so this is how I refer to the people. I'm like, there's the one beard guy that... Um, Blake, that's the beard guy. Okay, like the wildlife guy. And then there's like the um, the guy that always wears the chain. I think he's the attorney guy. Riley. Okay. And then there's like... I will say, like, just as a precursor in last night's episode, there are a bunch of faces of the men that I saw that I was like... I don't think you've had like any screen time. Yeah, I agree. I agree. This entire four episode season. I agree. (laughs) I was like, who's that? Who's that guy standing behind the couch? Like, I don't think he's. There was kind of a hipster looking guy standing behind the couch with like a little bit of curly hair. And I was like, who is this man I've never seen? Yes, agreed. Agreed, agreed, agreed. Uh, Okay, that makes me feel better because I feel like. Jonathan Van Ness, when he would talk about Game of Thrones, when he would do his, like, recaps, Gay of Thrones, and he'd be like, all right, baby Barack Obama and, like, (laughs) baby Christina Aguilera, like, they did a thing. Like, that's how I feel like this is going to go today. Yes, I I agree. I mean, for the most part, we won't be talking about anybody in the group of guys because they're not part of the show, as far as I could tell. (laughs) Oh! Um, Before we even get into this episode, let's get our gossip update from our hot takes gossip coordinator, Angela Johnson. What's up, batches? It's me, Angela, and I am back for another captivating gossip report. First up, most importantly, Cassie and Colton settled their issues. Cassie withdrew her restraining order against Colton. Colton spoke directly to TMZ saying, we've figured out our issues privately and Cassie wasn't wrong to file a restraining order. So it sounds like Colton came to his senses and fully admits that he's bat crap crazy. Second up, Reality Steve reveals some serious allegations against Easy. He didn't go into details, but he spoke to the woman who is alleging this offense. Sounds like it's not good. Reality Steve is was maybe suggesting that they edit him out of tonight's episode. Ah, uh, doesn't look like they did, but Reality Steve is shocked that based on what he had heard about the allegations against Easy, he is shocked that the Bachelor franchise let another issue like this slip through the cracks. Lastly, Claire was pictured with her engagement ring earlier today. She's so over it. She probably knows that she got a terrible edit. She just wants to ruin it for everyone. And I am here. I'm living it. I love that woman to death. Godspeed, my friend. 
that's all batches. Talk to you next week. What? I did not hear any of that stuff about Easy. Now I'm just, my mind is blown. Which one's Colton? Okay, Colton. <laughs> Colton was the bachelor. <laughs> oh, okay, uh, okay, okay. Previous, yeah, before Peter. I, I haven't watched The Bachelor or The Bachelorette in 17 years, so this is like my first. This is like my welcome. You're back. back. Yeah, 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 yeah. This is the possibly the worst season to come back because it makes no sense. Do we like Claire? Can I just right out the gate? Uh, Do we like Claire? Okay, I struggle because part of me is like, "Do what you want, Claire. Tell him, you know, you get to control your life. You don't have to follow some rules." I like that she doesn't play around. She doesn't have the ability to fake her emotions. But then on the other hand, if she was my friend, I would be like, hey, do you think maybe you're insane? Do you think maybe <laughs> you've lost it? And if someone I met was like, I just met this guy. We've known each other for nine days. We've spent 18 hours together. Okay. And, and we're engaged. I would be like, that's not okay. I'm, so that's how many help. days. That's like I was trying to, like last night as I was explaining this to my boyfriend who – was watching with me and had never, ever seen an episode of either franchise in the entire world of Bachelor, Bachelorette. He's like, I don't understand. Like, how long have they known each other? And I was like, I yeah. feel like it's two days. It's like nine days. Okay. But as she says in the episode, as she freely admits, she clearly fell in love with the idea of Dale before right. they ever got on the show. Because she right. watched him on social media. She was... Checking, she was like, I just happened to check his posts on Mother's Day. Like, so you know, you check them every morning. Yeah, that you had a notification set in case he ever did anything online. A calendar notice, right? A meeting check request. On Dale. <laughs> yeah. So clearly, she fell in love with Dale, and I, I get that. I've definitely seen, um, like celebrity. Like, I guess I fall. I fall. For example, I fall in love with Harry Styles from afar. <laughs> wow. Edit that okay. out. That's we, we have a very like. Differing, yeah, okay, I can respect yeah, that. I but you know what that. I mean? You like, so she sort of put him in her mind as this guy that she was gonna be totally matched with, and then as soon as he walked out of the, the limo, she, she was like, All right, there he is. Okay, okay, other question I have is I noticed that Dale and a couple of the other guys that I don't know their names, um, are former professional football athletes, which, yeah, I was like, Okay. So what's your job now? Like, do you have a job? Yeah. Well, that's something that The Bachelor always does is, like, okay. they'll choose your Chiron pretty selectively. Got it. So that you look a certain way. I will say none of those guys ever played any time, any real No, NFL they're, like, time. practice team. Yeah. C but squad. Dale, of them all, Dale, I, I, Dale and Jason, I think, had the most, like, legitimate pro football, football okay. careers. Okay. Um. Uh, they definitely, like, having a former pro athlete is not unusual on this show, but this is the most I've ever seen in a season. But also, like, what do they do now? Do they have Probably work in sales. Job? I know Easy is, like, a... a uh, an agent or something, right? An or... agent, marketing. Yeah, no, I, can't, I feel like I can't move forward without looking up what, what reality, says, reality Steve says about Easy. So, okay, so... I'm just checking in on the gossip that batch, that uh, Angela sent us about Easy, and it looks like nothing, no details have come out. But Reality Steve says there's a serious allegation against him. So I'm hoping we find out. 
I mean, if that's if that if that's hap if that is actually happening, that's not a good look for the Bachelor because this is now the third or fourth time they've had somebody on who has had allegations about them regarding sexual assault. Or like one who do they contest- use for their background checks? You know, right? They've even had a contestant who was actively in a court case, of and it, oh, I, I can't remember who this was, but he was actively in a court case because he'd been he physically assaulted somebody um sounds like husband material you know definitely husband material (laughs) so let's talk about this this episode in order so okay okay we start off by seeing like the day after the cocktail party which we didn't finish the cocktail party so there must not have been anything eventful there and the dudes are all just sitting around blaming claire for their misery which they have every right to do and then we see chris show up to talk to claire and he tells her, like, all the men are mad at you. <laughs> what are you going to do about it? And she tells him, I'm head over heels for Dale. Like, I can't go on with anyone but him. He outright asks her, did you talk before? And she says no. She says she swears on her dad's grave, which I okay, was like, okay, you... she's definitely telling the truth then, I guess. Did you read body language, though? Because I always feel like with her body language in that moment and with Dale, when they asked Dale that too, something just didn't seem like. Yeah, I. And who was the person? Like at the very beginning, there was someone who said, who messaged her. Like they at like, the very okay, so different guy. All right. She said he was the only one who reached out. So here's my issue with this. I feel like she's telling the truth because she was so infatuated with him when he arrived. It was like she hadn't discovered anything about him yet. You know what I mean? Besides what she saw. So I feel like it would would have looked a little bit different had they had some conversations before. But as as it stands, it was just like she had seen him and found him so attractive for so long that she couldn't keep her hands off of him and couldn't keep her mind off of him. It didn't seem to me like they had any depth between them. No. Before the show or during the show. And last night when... um they were at like the dinner part, which I know we'll get to, and she's like, "My mom's name is Lily," and my dad's yeah. name. I was like, right. "That is weird." Yeah, they didn't know that stuff about each other because how would they? Um, so, but you can see in the find the preview they preview next week's episode mm-hmm. where we see an after the final rose with Claire and Dale, and you see Chris Harrison asking them, um, "Did you lie to Bachelor Nation?" But I don't trust that edit because this episode preview was edited to look like. Number one, it was edited to look like Dale left her. Right. It was edited to look like all the men were furious and they made her cry. And they all walked out. Yeah. Yes. And that Chris kicked her off the show. None of that happened. None of that happened. The men were like, actually, okay, fine. They moved on. Uh, Dale was happy to be with her. And Chris was also happy for her. So I was, I don't trust the edit for next week. And I don't think that we're going to see some big reveal that they talked. Right. I really don't. I really don't. Right. So he asks. She outright says no. Um, and they basically agree to reinvent the whole show and, and just give her, like, an opportunity to hang out with Dale and see if he's the one. But did you notice that Chris teared up? When he was like, I'm proud of you. Like did it that? seem forced? I mean, like, what does he really care? Like, he's just getting paid. So I feel like. Do you really, are you really emotionally invested or is this like your acting school coming out and being like, I got to show this for the ratings? I would believe that he's invested in them 
because he spends a, they spend a lot of time together in this, yeah. especially during this segment or during this um, version of it where they can't leave La Quinta. They're literally just spending all their time, like the production team and Claire, they're all just spending their time together. So I would believe that Chris is genuinely invested. But I also think he's kind of annoyed at Claire and ready to move on to Tasha. So his his crying seemed a little forced to me. Yeah. Yeah, I could see that. I could totally see that. Yeah. I think the, the biggest crime of this whole episode was that the men were told that there was not going to be a cocktail party the night that they were planning for one. And then they were told nothing else. No and cocktail party, hours no rose passed. ceremony. 18 no hours. I know. Can you imagine? Like, what they are they all? Nothing. Yeah. What are they? They're just like sitting around with each other. Yes. That just stewing in their misery. That was the ultimate reality TV show produ- producer move to be like, let's just make them unhappy for the next 18 see, hours. And see what happens. Yeah. See what happens. Because I, I think probably they talked about it and they were like, we have to have these guys fall out of love with Claire very quickly. We need to we need them to dislike Claire so they can move on to Tasha. We need them oh to be boy. okay with the fact that she's done. But it's also hard for me to understand how people can get so... Ugh, tell me about it. Yeah. Like that one guy that I don't remember his name. Blake. The other fo- yes, okay. Like, or Jason. Like, well, Jason the one who was like, one who I had the feelings with her. The so vulnerable guy. Yeah. Like, I yeah. never. And I was like, wait a second. Hold up. If that is you, like, letting your guard down and, like, you're letting in someone in, I was like, yeah, you're, you've got a lot. You've got a long way to go. Or you really don't have anything inside. No, like, I don't just- think he does. I don't think he does. And we even see in the preview that he immediately starts talking to Taysha about Claire. Oh, no. Uh, so I think he's doomed. I think she cuts him right away because she'll be like, he has got baggage. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so they take Dale and bring Dale to Claire. She looks so good on their yeah. date. Like the red dress she was wearing with the like little sort of crepe paper lace situation I mean, her boobs looked immaculate. But also, so many gowns with, like, trails on them, yeah. you know? Well, I, this was, like, this was like her, I think this was the dress they were planned to use for her at her proposal at the got end. Got it. It's okay. just so jarring to see it on episode four. Yes. Okay. Because I was like, I just don't, that's, a, like, a lot of sequins going It's a on. lot of look. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, everything about it was fantasy suite to me. Oh. Like it was sexy, low cut, low back, red, long train. She was ready to go. Like how and do you just, walk in that? How is it like? I don't know. Like have she to doesn't have to go. She doesn't shuffle. need to go very far because she's like right. They sure. were right outside of El Presidente Suite. And he just picked her up anyway. So that's right. That's right. I mean, yeah. That's okay. Right. okay. Do you okay. notice like when he shows up, they said "How are you?" like a hundred times. Yeah, because they don't have anything else to talk about. Like literally, yeah, they're like, so... I, all the Matt was like, my boyfriend Matt was like, okay, all they're doing is like telling each other how much they love each other. Like that's the uh, only conversation that's every they're having. Season of The Bachelor, <laughs> you never see them be like, so what's your what are your politics? <laughs> what's your favorite you know? song? What's your favorite? Do you color? have a good relationship with your siblings? Um, what's in what's your, your wallet? Middle name? <laughs> yeah, how much money do you make? <laughs> What's, can I see your portfolio? Literally, what's your job? That'd be a good start. What's your job? Do you want kids? Like, do you see a future for yourself, for us? Um, 
So, but the, the way that he came in, this is how it went. He was like, hey, how are you? She was like, good, how are you? Oh, that's such, like, such good. a good, such a good Claire baby Thank voice. You. And he's like, good, how are you? She's like, I'm good. I'm really good. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. I'm good, yeah. Then they kiss, and he's like, how are you? And she's like, I'm so good now. How are you? How are you? We were practicing. Like, we I'm were, confused. We were practicing that last night because she, I, I was like, she talks like a baby. So, oh, only when Dale's around. Yeah. He comes up and she's like, hi, welcome to this cute place I found. It's for dinner. And she always goes, yeah. 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 It was my, it was my idea to pretend we're eating a meal in this like alcove of La Quinta. And then have a weird two-person band singing only yeah. to us. Yes, exactly. While we make out in front of everybody. But the first thing she tells him on the date is like, I've spent years and years and years praying for a man just like my dad. Which made me super uncomfortable. I have so many qualms with this statement. First of all, you just need to tell your therapist that. You cannot say that out loud to a man that you're going to date. Or anybody. Keep it to yourself. Maybe, probably already gross. Keep it to yourself. The years and years and years thing, it's like, how old do you want to seem? How, like, desperate do you want to seem? Years and years and years I've waited for a man like my daddy. It's, that's, yeah, a lot of red flags popping up. Yeah, I mean, I get it. Like, you should say that has the qualities I'm looking for. Like, my dad had these certain qualities I really looked up to, so I, I have and taught to look for those qualities and not to settle. But don't be like, I just need a man like my dad. And also, I, like, I'm, listen, we're here to judge, right? Like, this is why we have this podcast. We're here, why we're here to judge everything that we just watched last night. So yes. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna feel guilty about no. saying what I have to say. Like, normally, I am like, I love, like, women, do your thing. Like, that's so great. But and then I say but, so maybe I don't – you know what I mean. Okay. Um, <laughs> I feel, like, conflicted doing this, but she – like, nobody wants to hear all that stuff. Like, nobody wants to hear everything about how, like, everyone has told her, you know, she needs to – her expectations are too high. Yeah. And she – you know, now she's having dinner with the man of her dreams. Right. Like, she needs to – like, saying that stuff in her in-the-moment interviews is one thing, but telling it directly to Dale is so weird. Yeah. Yes. Just give him a chance to be his own person. Because to me, what it does, and I've, I feel like I've dated people who've done this to me before, where they completely idealize who I am yeah. and then just continually project it onto me and I never get to say anything about what I want or who I am. Right. And like that's what it felt like. Claire was, Claire was just telling us who Dale was and we never saw anything from Dale. Right. We never saw anything. Like, and the whole time... I, like I couldn't tell you what his personality is like. No. Because I have no idea. Well, the whole, and the whole time she's telling him all these great things about himself, did you notice he didn't smile one time? Uh-huh. What's that about? And she's he was like, just I so just, stoic. I just love you. I'm falling in love with you. I'm falling in love with you. And he literally went, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm excited where this journey is going, too. It's like the lead just broke every rule to tell you she's in love with you. You're on a random date that she organized because she doesn't like any of the other guys, and your response is to be like... Yeah. Right. Ditto, like, babe. Dale probably also could use a therapist, I feel like. I think so. I mean, he he says that he, like, when his mom passed away, that I actually thought there was some really genuine stuff in this conversation, so I don't want to discount it completely. The two of them talking about, like, their parents, 
and how, you know, when he lost his mom, he felt like he really shut down emotionally. He's had a hard time dating ever since. And he was, he felt like this spark when he saw Claire on TV. That was all very cute. But I just can't get over the fact that he had none of the ability to like project himself. And she just kept putting it all on him. Right. The whole time. So what we're saying is they're going to make it. They're going to make it. Well, in the, well, at the end, when we see them together in their little... Yeah, that was weird. Paradise. Weird. But they did seem happy. Did they? Well, they, they were... at least seem like they're boning frequently. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure that. But like the salad thing you're talking about, the salad thing, when they're like, we're making a salad. And then I was yeah. like, if that's your life, like, I'm... No. Like, you got to just make a salad. You don't have to... Re- just do Well, it. they're in quarantine, right? Yeah. So yeah. I get it. I feel like I've been like, I'm making a salad many times during quarantine because I got nothing else going on. And her hand was so heavy with her with her, her ring, ring on it. Her giant cubic zirconia. <laughs> okay. So uh, so that whole conversation happens. That We see them confess their love for each other. It's sort of surprising to me that Dale is so forthcoming with his feelings because he's just been so awkward and stilted the whole time. Um, then we cut back to the men. And we see that they're just, like, miserable talking about how there's no way she's going to end up with Dale and that she'll actually discover, like, it's not a good fit for whatever reason. Whatever unfounded claims they have going on in their brain, we see that all in the house. Um, and then they go back and we see them enter the fantasy suite, which we didn't even know was coming. I think she just said, let's just go into my room. What's Why do anything else? Let's go boink. I want to see your peanut. Can I say that? I just said... <laughs> Peanut, I want to see a peanut come into my suite. Okay, wait, I do have to say just about the group of guys that were back at yeah. the, their little hangout area. Um, The one guy with the star tattoos on his neck. Kenny. The boy band manager. He's which, hot, right? Oh, no, Hannah. No? no okay, no, sorry. No, no, I guess no, I have no, weird no. taste. Ignore me. He bugs. He bugged. He bugged. Oh, yeah. He, he bugs me, but he's hot. I would have, like, hate sex with him, I think. Okay, well, maybe, 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 maybe. But the star tattoos, I was like, yeah, no. And also the boy band manager, like, Matt was like, what kind? Okay, wait. So basically Are... what he admits, he's like, I'm a boy band manager. I emotionally abuse children. <laughs> okay, but, like. You know what I mean? Like, if How many boy, boy band bands manager... does he manage? And also, like. Not one famous enough to, like, say which one it is. Like, that's the part I was like, mm. <laughs> Maybe they're Korean. BTS. Is that? Yeah, I, I, mean, I learned that. I feel like a lot of K-pop boy bands are famous in a way we don't understand. It's true. It's true. It's true. It's true. Um, but he had a lot to say, I felt like. Yes. Just, like, his feelings about this whole thing and how. Yeah, he did. It's Blake Blake is, like, in a different world than the rest of the Because he's of us. 39. He, yeah, but also I'm talking about, like, in the sense that he's delusional. Oh, yeah. Because he's doing exactly what Claire is doing to Dale. He's totally projecting this whole relationship onto Claire that never existed. Yeah. And he's acting like he got dumped for real, that he didn't. Like, he spent, what, an hour with her? I did think it was weird when Chris said to Dale that Claire just broke up with all the other guys. Yeah, and I, I love like, that. I, jar- I was jarred a little bit by that because I was like, what? I mean, I guess. But yeah, like, wait a second. None of they didn't actually date, right? Especially oh. the ones that we never even saw. You know what? I just remembered is that on their date right before they went into the fantasy suite, that we saw Chris and Bree from Listen to Your Heart, Bachelor. Listen to Your Heart. That's what we never talked about that show, 
on this podcast because it was like right at the top of quarantine and, and we weren't uh, producing the show at that point. But Chris and Bree were the winners of that little mini four episode mini series that The Bachelor did called Listen to Your Heart. Wait, those were the singers? Yes. I was like, why does it say Listen to Your Heart? Yes, because okay. it's from their show, which makes so much sense. I was wondering if they would have a b- band show up, you know, because they always have some artists come do songs. And I was like, oh, that might be worth it for someone to come quarantine for two weeks to do it to The Bachelor. But instead, they just chose people they don't have to pay. Gross. They were like, oh, you're on contract with us still. Just come to the resort for two weeks and you'll get to sing half of a song in front of these two people who clearly just want to get past that point so they can go back to the hotel room. Like, it was uncomfortable watching that whole situation. One, because I was like, okay, there's literally four people in this moment outside of all the production people that I'm sure were on the perimeter, also awkward. But, like, they're singing. It was like like at a wedding, you know, when when, um, the wedding pauses because there's, like, a musical performance and everybody, like, turns... To look at and the they performer. Don't, and they don't know what to do. Yes. That's totally what it felt like. And then, like, the making out when she was, like, they're both facing forward. And then she does, like, the lean back. Oh, I was like, ah. But at skin. least Chris and Bree totally get it because they've been yeah. on The Bachelor before. And that's, that's you know, because they fell in love on that show. And that's why they're together. In four episodes, sounds in like. In four episodes. Yeah, exactly. In, like, two weeks. So, <laughs> so they're basically living the same life. Yeah, exactly. They're are, oh yeah, they they get it. I don't know that they're engaged. I can't remember. Are they still I, together? That, uh, they must be, or at least they're trying to put on the illusion that they are. Okay, on contract. I thought they were a pretty cute couple, to be honest. But okay, okay. So then we find out the next day that they're gonna skip right to the proposal, which was absolutely shocking to me, and I was definitely anxious that Dale would say no. Um, he said. Okay, sure. Let's just roll with the whole thing. But <laughs> Yeah, when he was sitting there with, like, the ring. Yes. That's a classic Bachelor moment. And I do have to say, I was a little surprised, like, as a as a new – I've never watched The Bachelorette before this season. I've, you know, 20, 2003 was the last time I watched The Bachelor. So I was thinking, because it's the I know what you're going to say. That, that she's she gonna should propose. propose. Yeah, it never happens that way. Why? Like, why? You would think, like, it's you, like the... You would? You would think that The Bachelor would break any sort of heteronormative stereotype? Yes. I don't think so. They're not They're not going to call it the Sadie Hawkins Bachelorette, you know? <laughs> but it's like she's the one, you know, like... I get it. Yeah. I hear you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hear you. Okay. But here's the worst part about it. Because of the way it's set up, Normally, there's two people who are at the end, and they propose, and she rejects one of them. Oh, yikes. Okay. So they get down on one knee, and she, like, stops them from getting down on one knee and is like, no, actually, no, you're not the one. So, yeah, it's pretty bad. Okay. So I have that to look forward to. Yes. That's what you're telling me. Yes, with Tasha. Okay. Um, So then we see all the men. They're very confused. Once again, Chris comes in, and then he's like, okay, here's Claire. She wants to talk to you. And she does the most awkward breakup. It was so she couldn't quite pinpoint what she wanted to say. She she at first she was like, I'm really sorry. And then she was like, I'm not sorry for love. I'm with Dale forever now. Bye. I fell in love with him. She couldn't decide if she was sorry or not. And it was so she was going back and forth. Plus, she was also doing that thing where she was like crying because she was scared of confrontation. Yeah, totally. But acting as if it was like 
because the guys were going to say goodbye, she probably couldn't even remember half their names. Exactly. I she love when she was like any time with them. When she was like, I really was invested in all of you, and I was like, No, you weren't, because there's like literally those four dudes we've never seen before. Yes. Uh, <laughs> then I don't know their names still, yes. and like, yeah, I mean. And we saw on the most recent episode, she told a producer, like, hurry this along. <laughs> she obviously doesn't want to spend time with those guys. Yes. And and there were so many just awkward moments with them overall, like, in the, like, group dates and stuff like that. Like, I didn't – every conversation she had, and especially was it last week when um, she just talked to everybody about what, what Dale said Dale? or what – Oh, yes. God, yeah. yeah. That's – they – and. They looked just absolutely struck. They their their jaws just dropped. Like, is this really happening to me right now? I just wasted so much time. I quit my job probably. I'm quarantining for I quarantined for two weeks. I, I quit my job back in March. I was then asked to just stay home for four months. Now I'm quarantining for two more two more weeks. I'm on the show for nine days and it's done. Like Do they get paid? I'm not even gonna be famous. Do they get paid to be on it? Yes. Okay, good. At least there's that. It's right. like they just pay them for what they would miss from work. Okay. So it's not much. Got it. Okay. I don't actually know how much, but even the lead doesn't get paid that much. I think the lead gets paid like $30,000. <laughs> yeah. It's not much, I don't think. I, I mean, yeah, we've talked about this a couple of times before on the show. Like, it's really not it, – that. that's why sometimes, like, like for example, someone like Yosef. They're trying to make a mark on the show so they can actually make money from it later. Yeah. So, like, they'll have him back on Paradise or something. Yeah. Yeah. Because exactly. he's, like, the mean guy. Yep. Because he most likely will be on Paradise because he turned out to be total jerk. You're the oldest bachelorette. Uh, expected more from an almost 40-year-old. Yeah. I was like, that's not an insult. No. Nope. It's not. Um, But... <laughs> Who are we to say? We're, we're too yeah, old yeah. to be The Bachelorette, I guess. <laughs> um, <laughs> you're not so, clear. Well, I guess you're married, though, so there's that. Already. I am married. Yeah, but I, I've always talked to – I talked to my husband about this before. I'm like, what would you think if I kind of, like, auditioned to be the first um, married Divorcee. contestant on the show? <laughs> like, open marriage contestant on the show. He's like, I would be so for it if they would have you. So, I don't know. We'll see. I'll just keep <laughs> applying. <laughs> Like, look, I'm here and I'm sacrificed a lot because I left my whole family at home, including my husband. And my child. <laughs> and my child. Uh, luckily, I have a husband to take care of my child. <laughs> but I'm here for love. Uh, anyway, so I thought what was so interesting about her breakup conversation was we got to see the entire spectrum of how men react to breakups. Like, we had in one corner, we had Blake, who was like, well, all I can say is you're going to get hurt, and I feel bad for you for how hurt you're going to be because of leaving me. And then we had whoever that dude was that was like, honestly, I'm just happy for you. I'm glad you found someone. I hope for the best. Thank you for your time. And then we have, like, Kenny who's like, you need to apologize to all of us. We had anger, resentment, gaslighting manipulation, and just like a smidge of just absolute respect. <laughs> we got to see it all. Wrap I that all into every one. Si yes, right. I can relate to every single one. I was like, oh, I've broken up with a guy like that and yep. a guy like that totally. and a guy like that. Totally. Totally. Yeah. Totally. I, yeah. 
I, it just, I, again, it's so hard for me to, like, get over how, a, I'm a Scorpio, so, like, it takes me a long time to, like, attach Warm onto up. somebody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I'm like, okay, really? Like, yeah, really? really? <laughs> you guys even cared? Like, really? But also, you like. You didn't even kiss. Right. And deal? also, like, the bromance that they all have with each other, like, that's yes. super weird, too, because I'm like, you're all trying to get the same lady. So, like, isn't that uncomfortable? Right. Like, what they should say is, damn, it sucks to be rejected. Ooh, the feeling of being rejected, mm-hmm. it bites. And it takes a cup. It takes some time to get over. But Jason, like, Jason's reaction was so extra to me, and Blake's as well. But Jason's especially, because I've, like... How many people have been on one date and you thought it went okay, but then you find out the other person's like not interested in moving forward or you find out they've actually been dating several people and like they kind of liked somebody and wanted to yes. pursue it. You just feel like a sting of ego. Right. But that's it. But like it. you don't, that's it. You don't really care. There's no personal like connection. There's no like investment. Right. It's over. Yeah, you had totally. one date. They didn't sleep together. Right. They kissed, but that's it. And it was mostly just her giving him therapy. <sighs> yeah, this is the problem with They need to people. have a therapist <laughs> on The Bachelorette, I feel like. They, I think they do. Okay, good. I think they do. Cause I, don't know, I don't know what they use it for, but I think they do have a therapist uh, in the back, in the background. So we do you never think that's that. how they get them to, like, give their, like, confessionals? No, I don't. I think, okay. they, us- I think they genuinely follow HIPAA protocols when it comes okay. to that. But I think it's more for the lead than anybody else. I don't know. I'm I'm kind of talking out my butt here, but I, I feel like <laughs> those are things I've heard. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so uh, they break. They all get broken up. Some of the guys are really polite. Whatever. She leaves. She starts sobbing to the producers. All the guys, like, immediately start talking absolute stuff about her. Just absolutely talking crap the second she walks out the door. They're like, well, that wasn't so great, was it? Dale's going to really screw her over. So then we see, like, the proposal portion. My favorite thing ever is watching Chris Harrison FaceTime Neil Lane. <laughs> <laughs> we, we need the ring Neil, today. buddy, you got to come up from Sacramento or wherever you live, and you need to uh, – you could even see – you could see all of Neil Lane's plastic surgery through the phone. I agree. It kind of looked a little bit like claymation. <laughs> Uh, so I don't know, like, how it made its way there, but they brought the biggest fake ring I've ever seen. There's no way that the show is paying for a $50,000 diamond. And that Not thing if she was, only like, gets paid thirty carats. grand. No, exactly. That thing was so massive. I was like, okay, I guess pick out a giant cubic zirconia with diamond chips if that's what you want. It was so Do they so ever talk big. about that? Do they ever talk about, like, the rings or anything? I've like, heard – I've heard – former contestants talk about the rings and like like for example um becca kufrin has talked about her ring how it's a real diamond and it's like hers was like a pear-shaped yellow diamond or something like that and uh that she got to keep it that she had to return the one that when ari proposed to her but that she like still has the one that garrett used to propose to her even though they're broken up so i don't know but that one was obviously fake. Claire's was obviously fake in some regard. It just wasn't a oh. diamond. It was something else. Yeah. Which I, is fine. I don't really care. But why make it so massive? Right. Uh, yeah, I agree. I agree. I agree. And then 
And then again, she does something where she's like really panicking that Dale won't like her. Um, she she says something that you just need to say to your therapist only, which is the quote, I've literally begged guys to love me, end quote. And, and I like, don't I say always, that to And him. then where she's like, I always show up and they don't. Yeah. I was like. But also, yeah. I, I take qualms with this, okay? And it's just from a perspective from the outsider. But she was engaged to Benoit from Winter Games. And he's the one who chased her. Like, he went and found her. She He wanted to be with her on the show. And she just couldn't handle it. So she left. Like, she was like, I don't know if I'm there with you. So she left the show early. And then we see that. During the time between the end of filming Winter Games and the after the final rose, they actually got together and were dating. And then he proposed to her, and she said yes on after the final rose. And then, from everything I understand, she broke it off. But they never mention Benoit. It's conveniently erased in okay, her history. So I have something I want to say to Claire. I'll be like, Claire, I have never been engaged. Okay, and I am like just fine. <laughs> yeah, and I've never begged anyone to be with me. No, no, no. Just tell your therapist only. Yeah. That's for your therapist or your girl, like, best girlfriend. Yes, that's like, like the group chat. It's not for your chat. future husband who's, yeah. who's known you for nine days. That's like the group chat on your text when you don't want to put it on the Facebook or the Twitter or the Instagram. Take it to the group text, okay? Take it like, to the group text. You can tell six people. Yes. That's enough. Yes. And then they'll all, like, slap you in the face and wake you up. Yep. But it worked out, I guess, because she shows up in a wedding dress and he proposed. She, she was straight up in a wedding dress. I was like, wow, sending signals much? Jeez. I did think white was a very bold choice. Like Her earrings were kind of, I don't know what it was about her earrings that made me feel a little sick. And the shoes, like the he, the heel, the diamond encrusted yeah, stiletto heel. I was like, first of all, how can anybody walk in those? I don't know. La Quinta kind of looks like it's maybe got some cobblestone area. Yeah, so like, does. let's talk about walking in a heel. I've stayed at La Quinta. That one? Well, so La Quinta has like that resort and then they yeah. have a lot of little houses. Uh, and I stayed in like one of their rental like duplexes basically. I'm going to just let you know I've stayed at La Quinta in New Berlin, Wisconsin. And oh my God. <laughs> like I've stayed at La Quinta in, in Palm I know, Desert I know, I know, I know. I'm just teasing you. I'm just teasing you. Um, but La I will Quinta's say- got a lot of real estate though. Yeah. La Quinta is dog friendly, as we know. Hey, so, nice. Yep. Yeah, yeah. After they get, so then they get proposed. I don't even care. I didn't. I honestly stopped caring when he was like, "I want to be with you," and whatever. D- okay, the one thing I had to say, I forgot about this. Dale showed up with the skinniest tie I've ever seen on a person. Also, his whole like the collar. I made a comment about this last night. Like, I don't know if his his shirt was too small, and so he had to like have the top button unbuttoned in order to like. <laughs> get the tie up but it looked really weird like weird enough yeah. that I made a comment about it he's going for a 1960s slim fit look to the extreme he's like I am an ad executive I, I'm, I'm the football. kind of man who drinks at work yep yep um, she did make another speech where he didn't smile and then I, he was like I was like, nervous at that part yeah and then he was like, okay, I do love you. And by the way, I'm getting on one knee. Here we go. They go off together. Blah, blah, blah. We never see them again. Wait, wait, wait. Back it up. Back it up for a second. Because after they got engaged, then they had to have like a three-minute, four-minute montage of them just always. talking about how we're engaged. They always do that. And usually it's because on The Bachelor, it's on The Bachelorette, it's like very taboo for the lead 
to tell any of the contestants how they're actually feeling. So when they do it on the, uh, during the proposal, they have this big sigh of relief, right? Because they finally got to admit their feelings. But Claire has admitted her feelings from this moment one, so it wasn't like they needed to do that whole thing where they're like, aren't you relieved you're finally engaged? <laughs> They've only been together nine days and the whole time they were like, we should probably get married. Do we have high hopes for them? I'm gonna think about that question because we're gonna throw it to a break for a second. And when we come back, we'll talk about do we have any hopes? And we're back. I've thought about your question <laughs> thoroughly. I am very suspect because I think Claire is so infatuated with Dale yeah. right now. And I think Dale likes being infatuated with. Or like, Dale I likes like, being on TV. I think, yeah, like, Dale could like being on TV, but he hasn't shown us very much on TV. Right. Like he hasn't really given us much personality. Um if anything, I think he might be more interested in running for political office. I feel like I see that for Dale. I feel or being like I the see next, him. being the next Bachelor, maybe. Right, but Matt James is the next Bachelor. Oh, they already announced And that. they already knew that going into the filming the season, which would have been a weird mind trip, knowing that you don't have the opportunity. I mean, I don't know. I, he very He played it very calm and cool and, like, didn't really engage with the guys when they poked and prodded him. So I don't know what his if his end game is just that he really is a level-headed guy and we're reading it suspiciously because it's reality TV or yeah. if he is faking this level-headedness and he's just saying yes to everything for opportunity. But I don't see it lasting longer than a year. But I mean if you look at the whole entire franchise. Yeah. And you look at Yeah, and you look at how many people are together and how many yeah. people are not. I'm going to go yeah. with the latter where it's like opportunity like you know. the, and the bachelorettes always do a better job of picking. Those relationships last. There's like actual marriages and children out of the bachelor. Yeah, right. There's much less of those out of the bachelor. There are some, but there are there are m much less percentage wise. Crazy. So we'll see. I don't know. Well, okay. So let's just let go of Claire and Dale because okay. they've gone off into their sunset. Night. They're making their salads. They're doing weird ice skating jumps on each other in their kitchen and their rental oh, house. Oh, and tandem jump roping. Yes. Well, okay, so there, I think, and I don't know if this is true, but I'm assuming that as soon as they went out of the show, they ended up in, like, they're out of the show bubble, but they're still required to quarantine. I'm guessing they're still in Palm Springs. Are they still at La Quinta? Maybe I'm guessing a different they're house? still at La Quinta, yes, because the show has her on contract. She can't be on social media. She can't be seen in public until the show is done filming. Because then everybody would have known, and everyone did know early that she had left, and that Tayshard came came yeah. in. But they don't want that to be spoiled, so they didn't. They can't let her like run free reign. So I'm guessing for the next six to eight weeks, they're spending that whole time together in lockdown, like which could either bring you together or make you yeah. hate each other. But also, it's like an extended vacay, right? So Absolutely. when you get back to real life, and you're like, oh, I gotta pay the credit card, and yeah, why did you leave your dishes in the sink, and like. Don't be mean to my dog. Like there's Or you some... find out this person has like massive debt. You're like, wait, you have a wife. What's going on? Wait, like, you I... don't want kids? Oh no. Yes. <laughs> okay. Well, we'll see. We'll see what happens with them. Okay, we're done. Moving on. We're done. Because now we're moving into Tasha's season. And I love Tasha. I'm so glad that she's back. I've been rooting for her to be the bachelorette since day one. When it was announced as Claire, I was like, oh, what a miss. It could have been Tasha. And now 
It's Tasha. Okay. So what? Just because I don't know what season was she on, Tasha? Colton's. She made it to the final four when it was becoming abundantly clear that, like, Colton had essentially friend zoned her. Like, it was clear that it wasn't going to go anywhere, but she was, like, still a fan favorite. And I was hoping they'd pick up Tasha to go right into the next season, but they picked Hannah B., who ended up being a great Bachelorette. But they did bring Tasha on to Bachelor in Paradise, and that's where we got to really see her personality. And she ended up in this relationship with JPJ, and it was, like, her. she had a very lighthearted, fun, loving relationship. She was also kind of caught in a love triangle. She ended up being, like, a main character on that show. Okay. And so she's been in the, the universe ever since. Um, but she was, like, dating JPJ and after the show. And so they broke up shortly after. But I think maybe when they were making decisions about the new Bachelorette, they just, they just, it, was, it was already too late because it was going to be Hannah. So, or oh, sorry, it was going to be uh, Claire. So anyway, she was on a few years ago, but she's she's back and she looks so hot. Yeah, that was a. She that looks was so a, pretty. That was that was like a dress. That was, was a dress. She looks stunning. Like her hair is perfect. Her skin is perfect. Her face is perfect. Her like sparkling that, little that, eyes. That like low back, butt cut gown. Yep. I was like, okay. I shut off all of her best features. Sit in that. I don't know. You don't. Yeah, I don't know. think you it's sit a standing, in those gowns. It's a standing, it's just, standing gown. She has like a stool underneath it she can just sit on. <laughs> <laughs> they should invent that. Um, so they they tell all the guys like, hey, you get to decide if you want to stay for a new bachelorette. Most of them are like, heck yeah. What have I got to lose? I'm already here. A couple of them are weird babies about it. I honestly hope that Tasha cuts Blake and Jason right away. I'm really sick of Blake. I'm, I can't imagine him aging well, just as a person. And Blake is the one that cut in on that one date, Yes, right? and yes. he's the with one the with beard. so much chin. Yes, yes. With a lot of beard, though, to cover it a lot up. Of, I don't think it's a lot of beard. I think that it's all chin with, like, one layer of beard. Okay, okay. Honest, I think underneath, because he scratches it sometimes, and it's, there's no depth to it. <laughs> That's all chin. <laughs> I do think he's cute though like no all the guys... he looks i mean you you think that because he's he looks absolutely minnesotan and he does say a boot did you notice that yeah he's, he's like, so canadian he's so canadian but i you know, of all of the guys like if you okay without talking right if they didn't have like just no personality yeah. you just like lined them all up he would definitely be like that's more my type of guy guy okay I think I uh, my I think the ones I find most attractive. Well, now I I'm scared to say easy because now I, there's something going on. But I yeah. do find easy very attractive. Um, I find Chasen yeah very attractive just on the face and Kenny. I know I already said this. Kenny but is I like do, I Kenny, do find Kenny attractive. I don't know. Kenny what to say. for sure. Kenny for sure gets down. Yeah, he's dirty. Like legit. He's like mm. he'll hit you hard. You know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like it's. It's intense. <laughs> oh, my God. It's also too intense emotionally, I feel like. Yeah. Um, but none of the men go home. They all show up in their Sunday best. They look really good. And then Tasha shows up in the limo looking like a snack. She walks into... Okay, let me, let me say, when she showed up in the limo, to me, it looked like she literally, like, just got off the plane, like, 30 seconds before. And I know that can't be true because she had to quarantine. Yes. But it really looked like she just came in like, all right, I guess we're doing this thing. Yes. 
Agreed. Because they must have just come to her room and grabbed her and said, okay, tonight's the night. And she just did not have, she just did not look physically or mentally prepared for that. And so how would they, how would they have done that? Like, I want, I want to know, like, that's a question that I feel like is, is not answered yet. And I hope it comes out. But if she had to quarantine for two weeks, then they called her in before the season even started filming. That's what I mean. Like, do, are they always like, we have a bachelorette on deck just in case? They've never done that before. Right. But so I, but so I wonder if it's like the alternate, you know, they're like, just in well, case. Well, I feel like people are saying uh, the timeline makes it seem like they knew Claire was going to burst into flames or they wanted to, Claire to burst into flames or maybe they helped push her that direction. Like somehow they knew because, and I, I don't know if Chris is going to explain this at some point, maybe on After the Final Rose, like Tasha would have had to be there for two weeks. Right. And we and didn't you- see any gap. So what happened there? Right. And even still, even if we weren't living in a pandemic globally, like, it still would be weird to all of a sudden be like, all right, go. Yeah. Right? you got to fly in here tonight and you're going to be the new bachelorette. Right. She doesn't even know why. It doesn't like, she's seem like, like I, she knows I, what happens. I got to get my brows done. Like, yeah, I know. I got to like get my nails. highlights. Yeah. Like, I can't I just get show up. Stripped, waxed, bleached, shaved. She <laughs> needs to get ready. It takes days. Honestly, it's, yeah. you got to get a pedicure, a manicure, a hair did. You need to get a facial, and that takes time to Your heal. Your extensions, that takes hours. Yeah, you need hours. that derm abrasion yes. thing. Yes. Anyway. Yep. It's a lot. And then not to mention just the glam squad, right? Like the makeup alone takes at least a couple hours. Right. Yeah. So she walks in, and then we don't see anything else. So we're going to get a whole episode of Tasha next week. I'm honestly glad they didn't give us any of Tasha this week because – it's so it would be so unfair if her first real episode was the yes. week of the election. Yes. 2 days after normal air, which I'm I'm sure they had way less people watching this week than ever before. Even though it was such a big episode. Right. Well, but it was a big episode of like almost it was very boring at the same yeah, time. Yeah, it actually was. I was like when is this ending? Yeah. Yeah. So, we see that she's and we kind of get a preview of her season. It looks like there's a little bit of the, some of the men not being able to move on. I hope they move on quickly for her sake. I also hope they bring in new guys. Yeah, I was wondering about that because, like, she already kicked off a few. She kicked off a few that maybe Tasha would have liked. Right, right, right. Um, like, maybe we'll see the return of Yosef. I don't know. Because some of those guys probably are still in quarantine. Like, if they quarantine in and then they quarantine out. Like then... the weird kiss guy. What was his name at the pool? The weird kiss. Oh, my God. Like... Zach J. Okay. Too many Zach. Uh, I hope he doesn't come back. <laughs> I don't know. So maybe they'll bring some he guys back. He did have a hot maybe... bod. He did have a hot. He did. He obviously muscly... did like a thousand push-ups to get ready for this <laughs> Pump. Episode. He had a pump for the pool scene for sure. Yes. Every time she would like go to the bathroom or something, he would just like, oh, 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 do a few extra reps. <laughs> he was taking like so much creatine and only eating chicken breast yes. for like and four months yes. to get ready. So lean. Yeah. That's the thing is that's so unrealistic. You'd go home and he would eat one pizza and be back to a normal yeah. body. Yeah. So I hope I'm. Uh, what do you think is gonna be Tasha's trajectory here? What do you anticipate for her? <sighs> well, okay. Like still new to the Bachelorette franchise, so I don't have like a like a timeline of like how this normally goes. But w- what I can give off was just like some of the things that I took from like the preview. Where, like, her face on some of these guys, she was just like, no. You know? So I think she's going to maybe clear house a little bit and be like, no, 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 no. 
Yep. And then, and, like, no nonsense, I feel like. Because, you know, she's already, like, kind of the underdog in this situation anyway. You're coming into a place where people were expecting something else, and now they have you. So yes. I feel like that's kind of a crappy thing, right? Yeah, I and agree. Then, and then, like, what we saw And the were, person they, they came in for was the opposite of you. Literally. Like, the opposite of you physically, opposite of you age-wise, opposite of you emotionally, mentally. Like, uh, Tasha's very lighthearted. She doesn't take herself that seriously. And Claire takes herself super seriously. Oh, so seriously. Like, I, th- yeah. I okay, I, I just feel like it would be hard to be Claire's friend. I just want to say that. But Oh, yeah. <laughs> Because, oh, yeah, because not only is she, like, I'm strong and I'm a strong woman. She's also, like, I need a man who protects me. Yeah. And I need a man to treat me like I'm a lady. And it's, like, who are you? Wait, wait, wait. The part where she was, like, I mean, just, like, you know, when, like, Yosef was, like, coming at me. And then I just looked. He was, like, right there. (laughs) He protected me. Like, picked me up and saved me. That's not what happened. But I you am, told him off. He left. And then Dale came over and, like, gave you a hug and said, it's okay. But That's I'm, it. Yes, exactly. 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 So, yeah. Okay. So, I don't know. I, like, I, I'm interested to see. And it was so funny because Matt last night was like, you're going to keep watching this, aren't you? And I was like, well, I mean, I feel like. You have to, first of I all. I feel like, yeah, I will be keep watching this because, like, I'm invested now. What else have you got to do? Zero things. Yeah, like, I have exactly. zero things exactly. to do. Mm-hmm. I'm hoping for Tasha. I, I thought it was interesting in the preview. We didn't see a lot of, like, good things. We didn't right. see a lot of her Sexy going the time. distance. We didn't see any of any preview of anything in her season that would indicate that she even makes it to the fantasy suites. I've heard nothing about her season. Like, you know, I I, I try to maintain my spoiler freeness, um, so I haven't read anything about whether or not she ends up with somebody. But I did think the preview was weird because it was really lacking any sort of romance. So mm-hmm. I really hope that she's able to overcome that and just, like, find something. Because I'd like to see her, like, get swept off her feet by some of these guys. Because yeah. the whole Claire thing was so disappointing in so many ways. <sighs> Bye, Claire. Bye. Yep. yep. Also, just because, like, I just want, I just want a black woman on TV to have an uncomplicated love story in 2020. Like, I just feel like she deserves to have just a beautiful, uncomplicated love story that we all get to see play out on TV. Um, So that's my hopes. Those are my hopes. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed, baby. Well, uh, (laughs) listeners, we would love to know what you think is going to happen for Tasha. And we we hope it's good, right? But send us your predictions. You can um, message us on email at hello at yougetarose.com. You can find us on Instagram or Twitter or Facebook at yougetarose. Send us a message. Let us know what you think. We can't wait to hear it. Thank you so much to my co-host for the day, Jen Shaw. <laughs> Thank you, Hanny. Thanks for coming. I and love to you. My, oh, I love you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're just getting gushy here at the end. <laughs> Uh, And thanks, as always, to my wonderful producer, Beth, who makes this show actually happen. We just talk, and then she does everything else. It's really great. (laughs) Uh, Thanks to My Talk 1071 for being our home. All right. Check you later. (laughs) See you next week. For more on the show, visit yougetarose.com or find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at yougetarose. You Get a Rose is a podcast from My Talk 1071. Hear more great podcasts on mytalk1071.com. 